Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, John June. And without a doubt, on this Wednesday evening, December 15th, week 15, uh, quarter final of your fantasy playoffs. Crazy. This is the time. So, I, you know, I, we got to have my guy here, Greg Penniman. Yes, sir. Greg. How you feeling around this time, man? I'm stressed. I'm real, I'm real stressed right now. Like you put in a lot of work during the season, and it could just be all gone in one a span of a couple hours. Actually, a couple minutes, you could just feel it and just know, like, oh, this is it. I'm about to lose. So, you know, you you just gotta you know lock in. Hopefully, do the best you can to get those dubs. Uh, I'm in five playoffs, so uh, hopefully, I can go five and zero. Oh. Yeah, five playoffs is nice. Uh believe I'm in about the same number of playoffs there. Uh, got eliminated from uh, our one league, our, our eight-person league there, which is is a wild league. Um, <laughs> you, the whole group chat was rooting against me. Facts. Was, That's a fact. <laughs> they were going hard against you. Yo. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. Uh, I accept my defeat. It's part of the game. It happens. Right? Like, for every winner, there's got to be a loser in fantasy. And so, you know, I'm I'm okay to carry that in, in that one league, but in these other leagues, we're about to go hard in the paint, man. So, um, you know, not like we don't we don't try to bring our best every week, but you know, every week going forward from here on out, like it, you know, it's 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 win or go home. So, you know, I I always say you got to go one and zero every week, but like we don't we don't have a choice here, but to go one and zero yep. every week. Like we got no choice. So. Whatever you got to do to get that done, uh, you got to do it. So um, remember, there's no stashing players anymore. This is the, the tournament. We're in it. Um, so with that being said, Greg, let's jump into these streams of the week. And we, we were having a little uh, conversation actually prior to hit and record. So uh, some of it might actually have ended up getting recorded. Uh, so we'll cut that part out, whatever. But. Uh, we were talking about these quarterbacks and these potential quarterback streams of the week. I said, I don't want to know who your quarterback streams of the week are. You said two names. I think there's only two names that we could go with. There's actually another name, but we can talk about that a little bit later. But, Greg, who's your quarterback stream of the week? I'm going to just go with Jimmy G because he's the most handsome quarterback in football. So, you know, I, I got to go with Jimmy G. Man, the last nine games, he's been just, you know, killing it, uh, getting averaging 251 yards per game, almost two touches, touchdowns a game. Uh, not many interceptions, so he's been solid as a quality streamer. He's got Atlanta, so you know that matchup is juicy. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in quarterback positions. So, yeah, you got to love Jimmy G to get you another possible two-touchdown game. Yeah, uh, the reason why I laughed is because I said, you know what, last week I was we, – the last few weeks we've been having the same streams of the week. I said, you know what, I'm going to be preemptive about this. I'm going to put down two because I know – Greg is going to have at least one of these guys. And the two that I put down, the aforementioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, I like the last three games, 275 passing yards. He's averaging uh, 
almost two touchdowns, 66% completion percentage, eight and a half yards per attempt. Atlanta's the allowing the fourth highest touchdown rate allowed to opposing quarterbacks at 5.4%. So I love that. But I, I also have Tua Tungavailoa, yep. who is the other <laughs> name that you had mentioned. Yes, sir. Uh, 43% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, gets to go up against the Jets. The Miami backfield is ailing with COVID. We already know Tua operates in a short passing game anyway. That's kind of an extension of the run game. Uh, between his weapons and Waddle and Gusecki and Parker, he should have himself a, a very solid day here to help you advance in your fantasy playoffs. Um, and there is actually one more name, but he I'm not going to put him here because we're going to talk about him on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with these two. If you're the Jalen Hurts manager right now or if you're just, uh, yeah, basically pretty much that, you just go get one of these guys. They're going to, especially if Taysom Hill's not there, um, yeah, make that move. Uh, save your fantasy season right now. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, let's move on to the tight, uh, the tight end position, the tight end stream of the week. Greg, what do you got there for the people this week? Yeah, I think I'm going to just, uh, you know, stand my flag and take uh, Brevin Jordan uh, going against, um, what you want to call it, going against uh, Jacksonville. You know, the rookie tight end, uh, you know, seven targets last week, four the week before. He's got three touchdowns in the season, two in the last three games. So I think he's on a, a little trend here. I think he's going to get a, a number of targets. Jacksonville isn't good against the tight end position. Uh, they're solid. They're just decent. So uh, and, you know, the one team that Houston dominated in the first game uh, was Jacksonville. So I think they get some opportunities here. Yeah, Brevin Jordan's a, a very nice one. I like that one a lot. Um, I'm going to go back to a well that I think you went to last week uh, in Cole Komet. Um, 26% rostered, going up against Minnesota. Has a 21% target share over the last four weeks. Uh, Minnesota, they, they've been solid against tight ends. But I think Justin Fields, uh, wink, wink, uh, <laughs> will continue to look for him, especially down in the red zone. So I like Cole Komet to have a nice day. It's really tough week for tight ends here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it really is. It's a it really, really tough is. week. I'm certain. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Cole Komet, it was. So, Greg, your defensive stream of the week this week. Oh, man, don't forget about Al-O, too. Yo, I almost went out. Oh, I really, yeah. I, I really almost went out. Oh, the matchup yeah. is really nice against Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> I, Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, Greg, your defensive stream of the week. Uh, 49% roster, so they're right there. I'm going to go with Cleveland defense. It's a move I made in this league of shortening people going against Vegas. Uh, they got a sack in every game except one this year. Uh, coming up four sacks last week. Uh, two two fumble recoveries. Miles Garrett and them boys uh, going to do what they have to do against a Vegas team that, you know, has been banged up at pass catcher position. Uh, it's really, you know, only one way they can really move the ball with third and ramp throw. But uh, Derek Carr is going to get pressured. Yeah, I definitely, definitely like that one as a, a sneaky one. I'm going to go with one that I actually brought up, not last week, but the week before. Um, and I said that, hey, I like them through the bye week, potentially. Uh, and they're 35% rostered in Yahoo leagues. I actually really like them, uh, you know, this week, especially against Washington. I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get an ailing Taylor Heineke. They could also be without Terry McLaurin. Uh, the Washington football team could be. Uh, and the Philly Philadelphia has a really nice schedule for the remainder of this playoffs. Like, they're pretty much like a defense that you could just hit the lock button on for the entire playoffs. Um, 
you know, as they, they get to go up against the Giants in week 16, and then they get the Washington football team again in week 17. So really like Philadelphia. Um, you know, if you if you if you started them two weeks against the Jets, you were happy. Uh, if you cut them through the bye, I think you'll be happy as we progress through these playoffs. Uh, Greg, we got a Thursday night game to talk about. We've also got some Saturday games to talk about. Yes, this sir. Week. That was always fun. And more than ever, right? I'm gonna say it again. The earlier players go in a position spot, right? Like they don't go in your flex, right? So. You know, under Renfro, he's a wide receiver too. Yeah. Some people might have him in as a flex play, a weekly flex. Go put him in your wide receiver spot. Yeah. If he because he's going to play on Saturday. Yeah. Right. These Pittman, guys here. Michael Pittman as well. Yep. Michael Pittman, put him in your wide receiver spot. Right. Like, if you you know if something happens with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson can't play and you pick him up and to to flex him, put him in your running back spot. Hmm. Right, like play play these guys at a position because you you want that flexibility. I'm telling you, you're really yeah. gonna want it. Facts. You don't want that to be the reason why especially you put right in advance, especially with COVID right now, <laughs> especially with COVID right now. So, uh, and that goes for quarterbacks. If your second quarterback, just put them in the quarterback spot. Don't put them in the super flex spot. Again, anything can happen. Like, yep, Mahomes like, put that in that Thursday. This is all all my players. I'm like, yo, I gotta. Yo, know, the, so. the worst thing that can happen right right now is that in a super flex league, especially mm-hmm. right, you you go putting Derek Carr in your super flex spot, and then, you know, your your at your your other quarterback gets COVID. Yeah. And now you know what are you gonna do? Now you're forced to play a quarterback when you could have. Said, hey, maybe I got a, a player on my bench that I'd rather stick in my super flex spot. So just Crazy. think about it that way. Yeah. You want that flexibility, uh, especially during these times. I think I heard uh, a high, uh, you know, 97 players on the on the COVID list across the league. Ooh. Yeah, um, it's it's getting bad, right? And that's just a, a you know a, a reminder to those out there. Just make make sure we're staying safe. Um, but let's talk about Thursday night football. Thursday, 8.20 p.m., the 9-4 Kansas City Chiefs traveling to L.A. to take on the 8-5 L.A. Chargers. This game has a 52-point total, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. The Kansas City Chiefs are three-point favorites. The weather is okay. There's maybe some rain in this game, uh, but nothing of too concern. Um, In terms of injuries, on the Kansas City side, Defensive tackle, Chris Jones, wide receiver, Josh Gordon, tight end, Jody Felston, linebacker, Willie Gay, all tested positive for COVID are on the COVID injured reserve list. Uh, Legereus Sneed, the cornerback, he is out for personal reasons. That's all on Kansas City side. On the Chargers side, rookie stud left tackle, Rashawn Slater, he is out. As he tested positive for COVID, he, and he was placed on the on the uh, COVID reserve list. And again, there's more guys that can get placed on this list between today and tomorrow mm-hmm. when this game kicks off. So uh, definitely be mindful of that. We saw that happen in the Monday night game. Two guys, uh, Jalen Ramsey and another player, get put basically, or Tyler Higby essentially get ruled out ahead of the game uh, for testing positive. So again, just continue to monitor the situation. Continue to stay on top of it. 
also in, in in the injury on the injury front for the Chargers. Austin Eckler, running back, questionable with an ankle. He limited he practiced in limited capacity on Tuesday and Wednesday, or on Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. No, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And according to head coach Brandon Staley, he said, quote, he's just sore, but we're going to make sure that before the game he's feeling okay. So whatever that means, maybe they're getting <laughs> something for that pain. I, I don't know. But uh sounds like Austin Eckler should, without, you know, barring anything unforeseen, be out there on, on Thursday night. Uh, on the continuing on the Charger side, Derwin James, Asante Samuel are both questionable for their own injuries. Derwin James with a hamstring, Asante Samuel with a concussion, both missed the last game. So seems like they both could play here on Thursday night. Greg, all these variables, where are you going with this game? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take <clears throat> divisional game. Uh, Kansas City's defense has been pretty good. I'm going to take KC to cover and KC to win. Uh, I think they just win by a field goal, actually. <clears throat> these teams are yeah, going to play pretty tough. On Kansas City side, Patty, mid-tier QB1, around that 5-7 to seven range. Uh, you know, I think he's going to play well. He's going to have to put up points. Justin Herbert is going to put up, match him, and uh, I think they're going to go back and forth a little bit. Uh, Clyde, he's a high in RB2 for me with the RB1 upside. Uh, since returning from injury, which is uh, last three weeks, he's been RB14, 22, and RB10 in PPR leagues. He's getting very solid volume, around 15 touches per game in that stretch. Uh, the snap share, though, has been a little 50-50 with Darrell Williams, so I think that puts Darrell Williams also... In that low end ter- low RB2 territory, uh, I do prefer Clyde's upside a little bit, but Derrick Williams is uh, definitely a, a good play as well. Tyreek Hill, he's a low end wide receiver one. I mean, this week he's been a little more boom or bust. Five weeks this season, he's been outside the top 40 in PPR leagues. Um, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the the game here. Hopefully, he can get it done. So rank wise, I have him kind of yeah, high in wide receiver two, low in wide receiver one. Travis Kelsey, top five play at the tight end position. On LA Chargers side, Justin Herbert got him similar to where Patty's uh, ranked mid to low tier QB1. Austin Eckler, I'm, he's trending in that slightly. He's in a neutral direction, but I think he's if he's going to play, he's a lock and loaded RB1. Uh, but, you know, <clears throat> Joshua Kelly and uh, Justin Jackson, I really don't like them as players, but I think one of them could fall into RB3 week. Uh, so have them ready and monitored. Uh, for Eckler, if he can't play. Keenan Allen, he's back. Lock and loaded wide receiver one. Mike Williams, is, it is very hard to trust. But in the first game, he did go off. He did have seven for 122, two touchdowns. Uh, so it uh, could be a boom week. I mean, I still have him in flex territory, though. Yeah, I'm going to take the <clears> over <throat> here. I'm going to take the Chargers actually to cover. I'm actually going to take the Chargers to win the game here. I think Kansas City, uh, you know, they are a little bit banged up on defense. I mean, no Chris Jones, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, no Willie Gay, at linebacker, that's, that's a big blow as well. And then LeJerry Sneed, who uh, has been uh, one of their top corners, he's he's out as well. So uh, yeah, that's a, a lot. Those are some big blows across that defense, and that's one at every level of their defense there, too. Uh, you know, this should be an interesting game. 
Uh, anytime these two teams play, anytime these two quarterbacks play, it's a high-scoring affair. I think we get another high-scoring affair. I hope so. Uh, Maybe I'm just yeah. lowering my expectations so I get a really <laughs> high-scoring game here. <laughs> um, on the Kansas City side, yeah, uh, Mahomes, I think, you know, you were talking about Tyreek Hill being up and down. I think that's correlated to Mahomes, man, right? Like, Mahomes has been up and down all year, but – I think you could trust him in this spot. You said quarterback seven is about where you have him. That's that's exactly where I have him uh, as the quarterback seven on the week, uh, especially if this game shoots out. Like, I think that there's obviously some upside for more. Yeah, uh, Clyde, definitely a nice matchup here. Uh, he like, like you said, doesn't see a bulk of the work, right? He's sharing. Uh, it's a, almost a near split there with mm-hmm. Daryl Williams. So he, if he very well could get phased out of the game plan, um, but, you know, I, I think the touchdown opportunity and the matchup are, are basically just too good for you to to, to pass up on him. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I think they've both been up and down as of late. Right. And again, yeah. I think that correlates yeah. with Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes is down game. So I, I think both of these guys make an impact in this one. I think if I think, you know, Mahomes can be a top seven quarterback. I think both these guys have to, you know, finish higher than than where I might have them ranked. Um, and then Daryl Williams, I think he's he's a deep RB, you know, RB two, RB three, you know, flex option there for you if you you know if you're desperate or you're hurting there. Uh, on a, on the Chargers side though, Herbert, you know, the matchup while it does look tough on paper because Kansas City's been doing so well, especially in recent weeks. Uh, I, I still am going to have him as a nice fantasy, as a top fantasy quarterback, uh, definitely in the top 10, probably in the top eight or more. I mean, I, th- I have the Chargers winning, and I think a lot of that's going to have to do with Herbert. Uh, I think it's, he should see a decent amount of volume here. Uh, Eckler's banged up, so I think that's even less uh, on his plate uh, and more on Herbert's plate. So uh, I think if, Heck- if Eckler does go, I think you have to play him, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, because I think he'll still be an option to catch passes. Um, or maybe he's not, actually, because remember there was that game where he was banged up earlier in the year and they he didn't catch – you know, they didn't use him to catch any passes. They would just use him strictly as a as a rusher. So curious to see, uh, you know, how that plays out. But I think they still use him around the goal line. So uh, no Chris Jones. So we've also seen this run defense take a hit before in that situation. Uh, Justin Jackson would be the guy I'd go after if Eckler does miss any time. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the guy that I think would probably pay, play closer to that three down role. Uh, so I'd probably lean him over Joshua Kelly, uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. They're both going to be wide receiver ones to me. Uh, the, again, the matchup doesn't look great on paper, but these guys are coming into a phenomenal matchup against a, a banged up Chiefs defense. So. Uh, yeah, both these guys in the startup with confidence. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping it is a, a very still competitive game. 52 is, is a high over under, but I still think just a lot of points to be had. Yeah, I mean, they, this game went for 54 last time they played in Kansas Word. City. Um, so I think it's definitely attainable, um, especially if, if the Chiefs defense is banged up there. Greg, do you have a bold prediction for the people? Patty and Herbert both throw for 350. I don't like you, bro. Does that I like you? But, no, I like you, but I don't like you. I was going to go with a Patty and Mahomes, like, <laughs> Patty combo, and Herbert. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, 
as a bold prediction, I was going to go that they combine for like 640 passing. Wow. And I think we get crazy. Yeah. I think we get like, I want to go with six. I feel like five is not bold enough. Like six. Not six. Oh, six total touchdowns too? Between the two of them. I like that. Right. So like if one gets four and the other gets two, we're still right. Yeah. 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 Two and a rushing touchdown. That could happen. Yeah. Right. I still take that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna go with. Six forty. Six forty. And Word. combine for six forty. Yep. And yep. I'll just how about this? I'll just t- piggyback off your seven hundred. Uh huh. Oh no, you are you saying they both throw for three fifty? Yeah, I mean, okay. The, the I'll go with the seven hundred. That that. All right, we'll go seven hundred. And then yeah, you got the three six touchdowns. Six total touchdowns. I love to hear. It. I need that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't have enough another uh, game theory segment or anything like that. I think we covered a lot of the playoff stuff last week. Uh, again, just stay on top of the news. Uh, stay on top of the you know all everything that's happening with COVID and injuries and and things like that. Make sure you're allowing yourself the flexibility to be able to adjust to any of it. Um. And other than that, you know, Godspeed, best of luck to you. We will uh, talk to y'all tomorrow when we do part one, which will be Saturday football and the 1 p.m. games. So make sure you're here to catch that. Uh, and until next time, we're out of here. Peace. We are...